P.T. Logan's Five Minutes of Terror. Twisted, troubling tales to send a chill up your spine. Pitter Patter. Harrison Doug Thompson, or Harry for short, didn't like the house that he just moved into with his parents. Sure, it was big, bigger than their last, and it actually has a backyard, but there was something about it that was just off. We really have to live here? Harry asked as his father pulled into the driveway. We've already moved in, son. The movers have already put all of our belongings into the appropriate rooms. So, yes, we have to live here. Harry frowned in the back seat and crossed his arms over his chest. You're going to like it here, Harry, his mother said. It's just different. You'll get used to it. Harry wasn't so sure about that, but he owed it to his parents to at least give the creepy place a chance. True to his father's word, the movers had already put all of their stuff inside. There was still little unpacking to do, glasses and plates mostly, which Harry helped his mother put in the cupboard. A little later, they had dinner on said plates, Mum's special spaghetti with meatballs. This was Harry's favorite, and even though he knew his mother had made it only to make him less uneasy about the new house, that didn't make it taste any less delicious. After dinner, he bathed, and then his dad read him a story, and he went to sleep. To this point, Harry's feelings about the house were unjustified. And he would feel that way up until he heard the first pitter-patter. The sound was so soft that when Harry woke, he wasn't sure why. He hadn't been having a bad dream. He hadn't been dreaming at all, in fact. I'm just imagining things, Harry thought as he rolled onto his side and tried to go back to sleep. He almost managed when he heard it again. The pitter-patter. Tiny footsteps. They were so quiet that Harry had to concentrate hard to hear them. But they were there. And they were coming from somewhere above him. If this was his other house, he might have thought it was his dad walking around. His dad had an office in the attic, and he liked to work late at night. But this isn't the old house. It's the new house. The one that gave Harry the creeps. Neither his mother or father had mentioned anything about an attic or a third floor. Frightened, but also curious, Harry slowly got out of bed and started to walk towards his bedroom door. He peeked out, not sure what he was going to find. There was no one there. Harry glanced to his left and saw that his parents' bedroom door was firmly closed. You're imagining things, Harry, he told himself again. You didn't hear footsteps. But he couldn't shake the sound from his head. He decided to ask his dad about it tomorrow and started back toward his bed. Then he heard it again, louder this time. His eyes were drawn upward and in the hallway, halfway between his bedroom and his parents, he saw what looked like a trap door in the ceiling. The pitter-patter was coming from there. And it was definitely footsteps. Footsteps made by small bare feet. The pitter-patter moved back and forth, nearly directly over Harry's head now, and he felt his heart begin to thud in his chest. It sounded like a young boy running. Harry had never been so scared in his whole life, which made what he did next almost unbelievable. He reached up to grab the small rope connected to the trap door and was about to pull it when his parents' bedroom door opened. Harry screamed and his father rushed toward him. What is it, Harry? Were you sleepwalking again? Were you having a bad dream? Harry couldn't say anything. All he could do was point at the trap door. Did you hear something? A leaky pipe, maybe? Because this is an old house. Instead of waiting for Harry to answer, his father reached up and pulled the cord. 
the trapdoor opened and a ladder came spilling out. This sound somehow managed to wake Harry up. I, I, I heard something. No, no, not something. Someone. There's someone up there. His dad made a face and actually reached for the ladder. No, dad, you, you can't. Don't be silly, son. I'll show you that there's nothing up there. As his father started up the stairs, Harry grabbed his leg. But he shakes free and then climbs into the attic. As he crawls out of sight, dust and a single newspaper page falls to the hallway below. Harry no longer hears the pitter-patter, but that's not what worries him. He doesn't hear his dad up there either. Dad? Dad, are you up there? Harry's heart is pounding in his chest, and his voice is a mere whisper. When there's no answer, Harry considers yelling for his mom. But then his dad pokes his head out. His face is covered in dust, but he's not upset. Instead, he's smiling widely. See? Nothing up here. I told you. It was just a bad dream. Harry takes one step and nearly slips. His father is saying something else, but Harry isn't paying attention. His eyes are locked on the newspaper page that he stepped on. It was old, and the ink faded. The date in the upper right-hand corner reads 1913. Harry? Harry couldn't answer because he was reading the headline. The body of a two-year-old boy found in attic. Harry? When he saw the black and white photo, Harry screamed. It was a photo of a house. This house. And the boy had died in this attic. When he finally stopped screaming, Harry heard another sound. The sound of tiny footsteps making a pitter-patter high above him. P.T. Logan's Five Minutes of Terror. Twisted, troubling tales to send a chill up your spine. 